Welcome to the Wakala 4-H broadcast. I am Jennifer Masters. I have been a member of Wakala 4-H for four years. This year, I am involved in Crafty Creators. Today, 4-H members Caden and Gentry will be interviewing former trial lawyer turned real estate professional Carrie Boyd about how her 4-H experience has influenced her life. I'm uh, Caden Grubel. I've been in 4-H about a year. I'm Gentry Turner, and I've been in 4-H for either two or three years. I can never remember. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of the 4-H Podcast, where we will be seeing what's going on with everyday life. I have with me Carrie Boyd. She started 4-H back in the 1980s and did it for about 10 years. I got the first question for you. How many clubs were you in? I was in one club the entire time I was in 4-H, and it was called Independence Hustlers. What did they do in your club? So my club was primarily agricultural based and livestock showing oriented. And so I grew up on a farm on thousands of acres. I showed cattle, pigs, and horses. Where was the farm? So I grew up south of Chicago, about in the middle of nowhere on a map. If you want to look for it, look for the middle of nowhere in the Midwest. No, it was a great club. And um, I did that from the time I was in third grade all the way until I was a senior in high school. Where exactly in Illinois was it? My hometown is Pittsfield, Illinois. What 4-H projects did you do exactly? Every year, my dad and I would select piglets and calves, and then I would raise them, take care of them, show them, and then sadly we had to sell them at the end of every summer. But that's what I did every year for 10 years. And then the horse projects were a little bit more scattered. Those were every other year or so. We would show horses at the state fair. And what activities did you mostly do? Lots of showing animals, for sure. I was a treasurer of the club one year. And then my final year, I was the club president. And so that was also the year where we really started expanding and combining clubs in the area. And so our club grew really, really big by my last year. I think when I started, we had maybe 25, 30 members, kids. And by the time I left, it was over 100. How has 4-H influenced your life? 4-H was a life-changing experience for me. It really gave me an opportunity to be in leadership from a very young age, from the time I was nine or 10 years old. I was running projects within the group. And it was also a space at the time where a lot of girls had an opportunity that girls didn't often have when I was growing up. And so it was, I would say, almost equal, half and half, boys and girls. And it was a really great place for girls to get leadership experience as well and just be part of some activities that if it weren't for 4-H, we would never would have had that opportunity. How have you used your 4-H skills in your everyday life? That's a great question. So I'm not sure how you all do it in Wakulla, but when we had club meetings, we met at least once a month. I believe we had two months off in the summer. But every month we had to do a presentation. Somebody was picked for a presentation or you had to do a speech. And the topics were self-selected, but the demonstration had to be at least 10 minutes long and the speech had to be at least five to 10 minutes long. And then you had to allow time for questions and answers. 
And so I try to get my dad sometimes to be a plant in the audience and ask good questions. So I learned a lot about politics from an early age. I learned how to speak at an early age, and I really learned to get comfortable being in front of people, giving presentations and demonstrations. And it helped me a lot, really, to gain confidence I needed. And for over a decade, I was a trial lawyer. And I promise you, I went back to my time in 4-H and just knew where to stand and the movements I needed to make. And it was a really great building block for my career. Did you have like a club leader or someone that started the club? If so, what was her name? I still remember my club leader, and she is still alive. Her name is Marilyn Hyde, and I believe she's in her late 80s now. And she and her husband ran the club together, and his name was Bob. And I believe he passed away several years ago, but they were just wonderful leaders, really great people. So you mentioned about being a trial lawyer. What is that? I went to law school to learn how to be an attorney who tries cases in a courtroom. And so I started out as a uh, civil litigation attorney. And all that means is I handled things that weren't criminal law. So I did that for a few years. And then I did go on to be a prosecutor where I tried criminal cases for several years. And after we moved to Florida for my husband's career, I took a completely different path and got back to my family roots. And now I do real estate full time. What was your biggest takeaways from 4-H? I gained a wealth of confidence being in 4-H and participating in the monthly demonstrations or speeches that were required. I learned a lot about managing complex tasks and projects by showing the animals and caring for them, raising them. And then the money that we obtained from selling them helped put me through college. And so I also learned how to manage money in a way that maybe I wouldn't have had I not cared so deeply about the money and where it came from. So I think 4-H really did set me up on a path to success from a very young age, and I'm really grateful for that. When you left 4-H, did you ever come back to see any of the other activities that they were doing? Yes, I did. So I was a guest alum on several occasions. So I would go back for the holiday party. One year I was there after my father died and he was a big part of that community. And so we had a celebration for him. And then it was about 10 years ago I was back. They were honoring the leaders who finally retired after about 40 years of running the program. And I got to go back and see some of the new projects that were added. And so now they're doing wonderful things in technology and STEM and the sciences, things that we never had. We were purely agricultural based when I was there. So to see the transformation of the club was really amazing. What advice can you give us? The advice I would give you is to challenge yourself to step outside of your comfort zone. So take on a project or take on a task that maybe doesn't feel natural or doesn't feel like it comes to you easily. Maybe that's a leadership role. Maybe it's doing some other niche that you've never thought of. You know, if you're a musician, maybe you could go into gardening or if you love animals, try something in tech. Whatever that might be, I think there's an opportunity for that in 4-H. And I certainly took advantage of the leadership opportunities, and I've never regretted that. And I do credit 4-H to helping make me 
who I am today. Thank you for your time today with us here. Thank you. Hi, I'm Dr. Rachel Pienta, the 4-H agent for Wakulla County. You have been listening to the Wakulla County 4-H podcast. In our podcast series, 4-H youth members interview area citizens about topics of local interest. Find our podcast episodes on Wave 94 and online. For more information about Wakulla 4-H youth programs, visit Wakulla 4-H on Facebook or call us at 850-926-3931. Have an idea for a podcast interview topic? Let us know.